Hey folks, welcome to Yes, Maybe, No. I'm Yeti Blanc. I just want to thank you for the swarm of support for the show and our guests that we've seen over the last couple of episodes. We hope that if you're new to the show that you'll stick around. And if you're old to the show that you'll keep growing old with us. I also want to thank everyone who's been supporting The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Working with the Codys and being creative and goofy with those guys has been the most fulfilling job, quote-unquote, that I've ever been a part of. The support y'all have given to that show helps justify my existence and supports me, even if you don't like me. So, thank you. Um, my co-host Andrew Streeter and I haven't recorded in a few weeks, but I still wanted to get something out on the feeds. Um, as I'm recording this, the Braves are leading the Astros in the game six of the World Series, six to nothing. I really hope they hold on to that lead. I'm not watching the game for reasons that we'll probably visit in our next episode, though. Um, next on the agenda, uh, we've got band camping episode two hitting your podcast shelves on Friday, November 5th. If you're new to this, band camping is a, is a music series that made its debut back in October and will continue every band camp Friday, which is the first Friday of every month. Um, I've got a great artist that I'm excited to share with everyone. So make sure you tune in. If you love music and want to expand your horizons a bit, that episode will be right here in the Yes, Maybe, No feed. Um, so here we are. Uh, welcome to November 2021. Daylight saving time ends in the wee hours of this Sunday morning, November 7th. So make sure you set your clocks back one hour if you are in a uh, locale that observes daylight saving time. But also to celebrate or bemoan this change, uh, depending on whose side you're on, I-, I thought we'd revisit the episode we did last year about daylight saving time. This was a really fun one for me because we all know how much I love uh, segments that I create. The If I can create some imaging for it, we know that I get really excited excited about all of that so uh we introduced a, a brand new segment called the thrash can and uh just and really just had a lot of fun talking about the arbitrary weirdness of calendars and time so what will you do with the extra hour that we'll pick up over the weekend tell us by tweeting us at yes maybe no pod or leave us a five-star rating and tell us in the reviews you can find me on twitter at yeti blanc underscore and andrew at andrew streeter underscore hit us up tell us what you think of the show uh and tell your friends we have really loved putting this show together and growing with each episode. So, thanks again, and without further ado, here's a replay of our Daylight Saving Time episode, Garbage Time! You're listening to Yes, Maybe, No! With Andrew Streeter! N- Newsflash, I'm a moron! And Yeti Blanc! <laughs> Is this show the best? Yes! Maybe no! Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Maybe No. Once again, I'm Yeti Blanc. And I am Andrew Streeter. And before we really get into this episode, I just want to take a second and thank everyone who's taken time to listen to our show so far and to respond to us on Twitter and and strike up conversation with us about things you enjoyed about each episode. That's been really, really great. Keep that up. We've, we've seen our listenership grow every week. And we're really excited to bring you more episodes, more laughs, more guests. So just really, on behalf of both Andrew and me and the show, just thank you so much for listening to us. And, and we hope you continue to give us a shot. So, Andrew. Yes. I, uh, I have a surprise for you. I, okay. Are, are you ready? I don't know. Sure. Take a dive in the thrash can on Yes, Maybe, No. That's right, Andrew. Oh my gosh. We have our very first show segment. Imaging. Imaging. And we call it the thrash can. 
This is an idea Andrew came up with several years ago when we were joking about having a podcast that I was sure we would never, ever do. But now here we are. So, Andrew, do you want to um, kind of explain the genesis of your idea for the thrash can? Sure. That's the... uh... (laughs) Wait. That's the thrift store thing, right? Where we get stuff from the thrift store? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My original idea was um, to have a show where I find CDs, like homemade musical projects from people that were trying to let you, they were either recorded demos or like, you know, homegrown albums by artists or bands uh, that somehow end up in basically the equivalent of the garbage bin, which is like thrift store CD shelves. And because I'd been doing that for a while and trying to see if I could find some diamonds in the rough, but mostly just looking for stuff to laugh at and there's plenty of that so um, and then the idea was to play the, some of those songs and then try to track the people down the original people down to uh, talk to them and you know see if we can hey remember this thing you made in like 2004 please I am very sincerely interested in it why did you give up on your dream right <laughs> <laughs> I still think that would be a good idea if you could get enough people to like <laughs> say yes and then come on with you. <laughs> but yes, this uh, this could be the only time we ever have a successful uh, thrash can segment. Oh no! <laughs> so um, I imagine this segment would be very sparse, but you never know. We might be able to find a lot of people, and I'm willing to expand this to the digital space because you know the days of cassette tapes and home recorded CDs are running very slim. It's true. Now that we are in the digital age and it really sucks that myspace crashed oh, a few years yes. ago because that would have that was a gold mine oh, and i kind of missed that in a way i mean it had been years since i had really browsed it for music in a long time but that would have been a great place for this segment but either way i have on the line an artist or or a member of a group from high point that provided us with our very first guest for the thrash camp no way that's right <laughs> ladies and gentlemen one half of the duo known as gang work hookout i have on the line my co-host andrew streeter Wow. So you found <laughs> Welcome Andrew. My terrible joke project. That's right. With my friend. That's right. I remember getting on MySpace one night 2005 because i don't think you sent this to me i think i just stumbled acro- across it yeah i may have had it as an away message on AIM. <laughs> on aol instant messenger yes. yeah. correct i stumbled across it and i I couldn't stop listening to it. I was talking to uh, my best friend out in Seattle, Jordan, a few weeks ago. I was introducing him to the podcast, and I was told him I was doing this you know, podcast with my friend Andrew Streeter. He's like, that's Gang War Cookout, right? No way. <laughs> that is preposterous. We'd hang out all the time, and him and his wife just got the biggest kick out of both Gang War Cookout songs. Biscuit time and A1 sauce. So he remembered you by name in connection with the project so tell me a little bit about the fun that went behind gang war cookout okay so i was an idiot 17 year old child and um as such me and my idiot 17 year old friends we just thought the idea of a really like intense hardcore group that only rapped about food 
would be really, really funny. Like that it would be like a fantastic, a fantastic juxtaposition. And that's how we came up with the name gang war cookout. <laughs> Because it's, yeah, the imagery of we're having a gang war, you know, bring the buns, you know. (laughs) So like. Um, Buns, not guns. (laughs) Exactly. Buns, not guns. You know, they're toasting them and they're very serious about their culinary prowess. And uh, it's really intense. So we thought that would be really funny. And so we made really terrible hip hop beats. (laughs) And Was this just on like a keyboard? Yeah, these were like, these were keyboard sounds that I like recorded out of a keyboard, like not even plugged into an interface. Like I was recording. You just held the mic up to the speakers? I held the little computer boom mic up to the the keyboards, external keyboard speakers and uh, recorded these beats that way. And we like overdubbed ourselves a bunch. Just me and my other, my friend Jacob. So that whole project, if you want to call it that, uh, lasted like a day and a half. Like we didn't like spend a considerable amount of time on it. We just thought it would be funny to make MySpace pages. And we did that a lot. So there wasn't just gang war cookout. We also would make, and it wasn't we never did like song specific parodies. These were genre parodies and fake band or artist or group names. I did, we did this, this fake emo band called Vermont's drowning. And, and, uh, it was, it was really like hardcore, a send up of like taking back Sunday and like all of these other, like really like whiny emotive, uh, scene bands at the time. And we called it Vermont's drowning. And we had a song called it's broken. And in parentheses, it was cause you broke it. So back to gang war cookout, what type of Easter eggs did you drop in? There's definitely a little John reference in biscuit time. Yeah, so A1 Sauce is more it was more of like a Jurassic 5 kind of groove. Were you sampling a beat from J5 on that one? I know you snatched some of the words, but I wasn't sure if that was one of their beats or not. It was not one of their beats, no. I So that one was funny because what I didn't make that on my keyboard. Well, not most of it. The basic part of it, which was just like a break beat and like that little flute thing going on. Let's play a sample for our audience. Oh no, you've got it. That was A1 Sauce on WYMN Radio. I quite literally (laughs) have not listened to that since 2005, probably. (laughs) Okay, let me tell you this. Go ahead. I found that little thing on accident. I clicked on on an ad on accident (laughs) on somebody's uh, somebody's page. I'm not kidding. And what happened was there was this like pop up for like these uh, some sort of new Adidas basketball shoe, and it was just looping that. And I was like, dude, that's sick. And so I recorded like a five or six minute loop of that. like right right out of my computer you just just ripped that that this that stream no i like just recorded the mic to the speaker (laughs) and (laughs) took that and then i and then i added some of the like the uh the record scratches and the more like bassy parts to it but um yeah no i stole that from an adidas ad i accidentally clicked on (laughs) 
<laughs> That's too good. Gosh, I love so it. that one was a lot of send ups to, uh, you know, kind of a love letter to like old school, like revivalist hip hop, like Jurassic five, but also <laughs> at the end, you're like, we're doing a one sauce. That was basketball. That was we're playing basketball, oh, yeah. which I think, I think like Mike had just come out and the, there was the little bow wow version of that that was popular. <laughs> uh, with biscuit time specifically, you're talking about um, so 2004, 2005. That's like you know, crunk rap was like the top of the chart, right? So that's kind of the vibe that we're going for. <laughs> we were kind of going for like the Lil John, Yin Yang Twins, or you know, Three Six Mafia kind of deal. You know, I I just want the audience to know that I came prepared to talk about daylight saving time, <laughs> and, then, and then Yeti like. <laughs> drops this in my lap so you can like i i don't know if like it's coming through the audio but i am like so flustered not in a bad way just like flabbergasted (laughs) it's like the high school reunion that you just you were not prepared for your high school reunion shows up in your living room one one saturday morning that you you didn't ask for right you didn't want (laughs) <laughs> but, but uh that wraps up our very first installment of the thrash can on yes maybe no thrash can thrash can play the imaging again thrash can take a dive in the thrash can on yes maybe no oh it's so good it's so good <laughs> So, do we want to do a quick rundown on daylight savings time and or daylight saving time and some of our our feelings on the matter? I know one thing you can already you can already yell at me about one. That was, ladies and gentlemen, that that, that that's our topic for today. Albeit probably very short, we can rapid fire run through. This episode is unplanned and all over the place, but that's okay. We're at least getting one done this week. We'll call this episode garbage time. You know, it's it's a potpourri. <laughs> it's a potpourri of delight. But let's talk about daylight saving time. And I just, before we jump into it, sir, I think it's important to clear up the fact that this thing that we're talking about has a name that basically no one calls it by. It has been colloquially bastardized. And frankly, that's more annoying than the thing itself. Okay. It is daylight saving time. Okay. There's no S. There's no unnecessary S. We're not putting our time into a little savings account. It is daylight saving time. It is time that is meant for saving daylight, not savings daylight. Correct. And it's half the year. I got a little more daylight in my savings account. <laughs> what are we what are we thinking with that? It's awkward to say. Okay, I, I get it. I get it. We're we're doing that thing where we add an S to the end of Walmart. We've got to go down to the Walmarts. Go to the Walmarts, the food lines. Food lines. Or you either or it's either you add an S or you take an, uh, an S off of it. Give me an example of that. Uh, so I worked at a, uh, a grocery store in North Carolina, a chain that's still there. It's called Lowe's Foods. It's like the uh, the hardware store. Yeah, like it's actually the brother of the guy who started Lowe's Hardware. Did his own thing go. with Lowe's Foods. Um, out of started out of Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Carry on. How about that? <laughs> Thank you for transition. No, he was the cousin. Of ACC Commissioner John Swafford, <laughs> the little brother. You saved the show. So anyway, it's kind of like Lowe's Hardware, but it's Lowe's Foods. And all the time, people would call it Lowe's, Lowe's Food. <laughs> That's right, Lowe's Food. <laughs> I got to go over to Lowe's Food. 
the disparity in Lowe's foods is wild. You'll go into one because a lot of them have tried to do this like new refresh to make them compete with Whole Foods or Harris Teeter. Yeah. And some are like bougie and nice and some are like a back alley that you're going to get stabbed in like the one I worked in. Like your old Ingalls store where you actually probably did get stabbed in. Correct. Although we, I loved me some Laura Lynn cornflakes growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We were poor. Pour some, yeah. Pour some whole milk on that when we could afford whole milk and not, and weren't on powdered milk. We, uh, Mm. we pour some whole milk on, on top of, uh, Laura Lynn cornflakes and that was, that was a good breakfast. (laughs) <laughs> Poverty Pops by Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, daylight saving time because I know I'm going to want to hack that and add the S so many times throughout this, but I'm already doing better. Thank you for educating me, Andrew. Lead me, oh guide me, take the S's away. Listen, folks, I know that that is an annoying and strident and obnoxious thing to bring up and to harp on. But like do a Google search or look on any news article that's talking about it or reminding you about it. Like it is quite honestly, there's no S there. And it's just like we keep calling it that and it doesn't make any sense. So speaking of Google and daylight saving time, it's wild to me how many times I'll hear people ask throughout the year, when does daylight saving start? I'm like, you've got a phone. Like just ask. I, I don't know. I, I usually don't get annoyed about that kind of thing, but that's. That's one yeah. thing. And I, I have to, I have to look every year just to see, you know, I always know or just to see when it starts because it's changed so much in our lifetime. Living in the Northern Hemisphere on the Eastern part of the United States, not living in Arizona, daylight saving growing up was first weekend in April, first weekend in October um, is when it would start and, and end. And I actually don't know when it changed. I didn't realize it changed until I was I moved to Seattle my first year out there in 2007. And it felt like February 2nd, hey, daylight saving starts. Not really, but that's <laughs> that was that was kind of how it felt. And then later on it extended out to the first weekend in November. And uh so that's what it is now. It will when does it start now? I, there is a thing called Google. No, it's in <laughs> It's March 8th and November 1st. But it's on the weekend, so it's like whatever whatever weekend is closest to that. Also, I guess, you know, technically it starts March 8th and it ends November 1st. And when you're not on daylight saving time, you're on standard time. You're in just regular time. But from March to November, you are on DST, baby. You are, unless you're in Arizona or different parts of other parts of the world. It's funny because it's not an American phenomenon. Like it started in like the 18, the mid 1800s when, you know, people were trying to save daylight. <laughs> the whole idea behind it, right, is just to have more time to, to work on your crops or to have more time after you get out of work. Right. But it's also it was also instituted by Teddy Roosevelt during World War One as like a, a money and time and a, a money and energy saving directive. So like so that you're not using as much energy at nighttime, like when it gets dark sooner. Right. Okay. That was the thought process behind that. But I don't know. There's so many different studies where people are like, yeah, well, we're actually using more energy during daylight saving time. And we're actually good. You know, like it's because we're spending more time playing video games. Well, yeah, because the thing is, is that the idea doesn't work if you're not going to get out and actually enjoy the sun and you're just going to like stay inside anyway, like it defeats the purpose. And that's most of us are sedentary fatties. So we're not <laughs> getting out there and actually enjoying more sunlight and fresh air. Let me ask you this. I'm going to turn the tables. Let me ask you. <laughs> Here's your old band. No. Um, <laughs> what? 
Um, which do you prefer, springing forward or falling back? All right. So here's, uh, I was going to get into that every year when it's time for the time change. That's when we start seeing the Twitter feeds and people who are on Facebook, every, you know, everybody starts to complain. And um, I cared a lot less about it before I had kids. And I think that's probably a fairly common sentiment yeah i am here for more daylight like having the the sun set later in the day as much as possible i really enjoy that but i, I hate that it, it drives my kids nuts and it takes us a few weeks to get back on some semblance of a schedule that's assuming we actually have a schedule which sometimes we're really good at it and sometimes we are just terrible i am a big fan of having more daylight i'm not a fan of losing the hour that first night but i mean what was i going to do with that hour anyway i was going to find some reason to stay awake and I really do enjoy the getting the hour back in the fall, but like I squander that away doing something else instead of actually sleeping. But if I have to choose one of those nights to enjoy, it's going to be the one with more time in it, of course. But I really, I like, I love summertime. It's my favorite part of the year. Once, once the weather starts getting cold, it really annoys me. I like the idea of being able to get home from work and having some daylight to mow the yard, play with my kids sit inside and pretend that I, and forget that it's light outside, whatever. I just like having that at my disposal. But I was looking on Wikipedia. It actually mentions permanent daylight saving time because that's where people always argue, get rid of daylight saving time. I'm like, sure, but let's stay on the one that has more daylight. And there are places that have adopted it, but I've not read this in detail, but apparently there are some problems with permanent daylight saving time and that it allegedly doesn't really increase the amount of daylight hours or it's not lighter later in the day after a while. So it kind of nullifies itself. Sure. In which case, okay, but but I, I wouldn't want to give up that extra hour of daylight in the summertime. So I would still move to permanent daylight saving time, but that's just me. What about you? Let me tell you something. I am definitely a proponent of just getting rid of it because it is confusing. Some people have clocks that I know most people's clocks are digital and they change on their own, but like people will forget to set their own clock. Like I don't want to have to like change my clocks that I have in my house. We're clock people. I have a really nice, beautiful, big analog clock in my living room and it's not safe to actually push it back because of how the gears are. So I got to push that sucker like 13 hours forward or back or whatever, you know, all the way across to get to change it. And that's obnoxious. And I don't care that it's only once every six months. It's horrible. And I Hashtag don't first do world it. problems, buddy. Yes. So that's part of it. The other thing is that like, if I have to choose between one of the two, um, I would much rather have an extra hour of sleep every time. And that's probably, you know, uh, it probably seems silly coming from a person like who has like, suffered from like seasonal affective disorder <laughs> right consider yeah considering the pin tweet on your twitter page about <laughs> Cor correct you know and that's the that's the double-edged sword at the same time you know there are there are pluses to when both happen right like you were saying you like the the spring one because it stays uh, light outside longer but when you're people like us who have little children that is problematic because they're like why are we going to bed it's still like you know light outside and johnny's playing out there i can hear him like because it's nine o'clock and it's still light out there darn you go to bed child my kids use that on me too but i know that here in a couple of years, the chances of us ever getting them to bed at eight o'clock again will be gone anyway, because they will be old enough to not do that. But then at the same time, they should be old enough to put themselves to sleep. Hopefully. Gosh, 
I need that to happen, Andrew. Please save me. Sure. The actual idea that we're saving any kind of energy, by the way, is, you know, the evidence there is pretty inconclusive. That's a dumb idea. It's not happening. You have to be, <laughs> if you want to save energy, you have to make a conscious decision to turn something off. And we don't turn things off in this country. We do not. Here's something else I was thinking about is what the hell is time anyway, then? If we can just change it, you know, <laughs> move it forward, backward, time, it just really, I think the sense of time in regards to physics, you know, exists, but what we, how we measure it is so arbitrary, but maybe not. I mean, there, there's mathematical stuff to it, but we can just throw the, all that out the window and advance time by an hour, reduce it by an hour, just according to our own whims. It bo That boggles me, but I'm not the most philosophically minded person or definitely not scientifically minded. I don't have the answers, man. I don't know. Like, I <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like having to like, you know, adjust. Sometimes it feels like even when I get to fall back, it, it does take time for me to adjust to it. You know, our circadian rhythms matter. <laughs> they do. Our bo internal body clock. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have much else to say on the matter other than it's silly. Yeah, neither do I. We don't live in an agrarian society. We don't like, we're not druids staring at sundials. Like we can, we can figure out how to just have one time and keep it that way. Maybe that's an overly simplistic look at it, but like, Hey, Arizona does it. They seem to be doing fine. So, well, I think that's it for tonight, but, um, when this episode airs, election day will be the very next day. And we hope if you haven't already, please take advantage of your right to vote and let your voice be heard. Wow. This might be the last podcast somebody hears before they find out the uh, results of this election. So, and for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> take care, everyone. Thanks for supporting. May God help us all. <laughs> Go, I know. Yeah, for real. For real. We'd like to thank Andrew Streeter of, of Gang War Cookout for joining <laughs> us for our very first installment of Thrash Can. And we'd oh, like to gosh. thank all of you once again for listening to this show. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at YesMaybeNoPod. You can find me on Twitter at YetiBlanc underscore. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at AndrewStreeter underscore and on Instagram at simply AndrewStreeter. No spaces are hiding. That's right. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And go vote. Is time the best? Yes, yes maybe, maybe no. no. Is time the best? Yes, yes maybe, maybe no. no. <laughs> Nailed it. Listen to Yes, Maybe No. Subscribe, download, rate, review, or find podcast results. Or, uh, download it. How clean are your feet, Greg? <laughs>